Welcome to Under the Wing Helmet. I'm Kyle Simmons, and my co-host, former Michigan and NFL offensive lineman Thomas Gwines, and host of the ASAP Elite podcast and former arena, arena league wide receiver Rob Penn. How are we doing, guys? What's going on? Go blue. I feel All real right. good. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> in week three, the Wolverines defeated UConn 59-0 to finish the non-conference schedule. Started the season 3-0. And for the first time, Michigan has scored 50 points in their first three games. So that's, you know, kind of a big deal. It's kind of cool to see. Um, Blake Corum matched the school record with five touchdowns on 71 yards rushing. And J.J. McCarthy went 15-18 with 214 yards. So we'll start with Thomas. After watching the non-conference schedule, these first three games, where do you think we are right now? Who knows? <laughs> and I, I, I say that in all sincerity because of the fact of the level of competition that, for whatever reason, it's, it's not the boys' fault, but these were the teams that were scheduled for us to play in our non-conference play. But because of the fact that there was such a um, gross disparity with, within the talent pool between both teams, it's difficult for, for me to gauge us as to where we really are. Everything that has taken place over the last three weeks, everyone has expected to happen. These were the things that were supposed to have been taking place. These are the basketball numbers we were supposed to have been putting up per the teams in which we were playing against. So, again, the proof's going to be in the pudding once we get into uh, conference play and start to see some more um, highly touted competition. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what uh, our medal is made of once we get into the season. And there's going to come a, a time within the season where we're going to have to play from behind. And I'm really excited to see how this team – response to that level of pressure because we've been front runners for the last three weeks um some of my inside sources are saying that the boys are cognizant of the fact that um everything which that has transpired over the last three weeks was supposed to have happened so nobody is feeling too high oh you know we're the greatest things since sliced bread which is it's huge for me it's, it's good to hear that the, the the team the boys are staying with an even kill so to speak so to answer a question like i said no one knows um there are some points of contention in which i have when i look at the offensive line again we've given up uh two stacks within those three games and uh with that being said one of the well it, it might be actually three sacks the one of the sacks last week i put that on jj wholeheartedly uh got flushed out of the pocket Big fella just throw the ball away, lived to, lived to fight another day. And for me, that was one of the big things that I wanted to see how J.J. handles being in those situations. When you got a clean pocket and you can sit back there and J.J. has the arm talent to pick teams apart, great. J.J. has the legs and the athleticism to get out there in open space and work his magic. But does J.J. have the – how should I say it? The, the, the aptitude – to just throw the ball away and not be so hung up on his incredible upside and his talent that he's going to force and make plays. Sometimes, as you know, discretion is the better part of valor. Throw the ball away, let the fight see another day. So, Rob, you like what we see so far in these first three games? Yeah, I, I love it. And I want to touch on what uh, Thomas just said. That quarterback dynamic aptitude. You get what I'm saying? That disparity comes that that comes when he reaches some trepidation. 
you know, or disparities. That's when he'll really learn those intangibles. Right now, he's just running around playing playground ball. Everything he's throwing up is going in. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Jordan game when he hit 37 in that quarter with all them three-pointers. Everything is working. You know, uh, right now, also, i got to give it up to Blake with him, those five touchdowns, tying uh, uh, Haskins' record last year. Uh, also, this receiving court. Everybody's clicking on all cylinders. Uh, we are where we were supposed to be. Nobody is having uh, alternative uh, alternative conversations, you know, or we didn't play what we were supposed to. Well, you know, we played down to the to our schedule or different things that we will be saying over the last couple of years. We were supposed to go in and kick their ass, and we did that all four quarters. I mean, uh, there's nothing more I can really say about it, man. Uh, going into Maryland – Next week is another cupcake game. You know, we should be putting up 50 in that game also, you know, but we'll see. Uh, I believe that I touched on this last week that Harbaugh has really been sticking to, you know, his uh, his bread and butter, which is the run first. You know, and uh, as you can see with the uh, the statistics with the five touchdowns and, and missing Edwards and Henning able to come in and pick that up, you know, and who I, I'm very impressed by Henning also, you know, his uh, – all around play, you know, and his ability to play all over the field in different situations. Uh, but yeah, everything is working on all cylinders. Uh, I love it, man. Good to go. Good to go. So here we are. Uh, week four started a Big Ten schedule. That's what we're here for to win the conference. So first on the docket is Maryland. As you just touched on, uh, the Turfs have started the season three and zero with wins over Buffalo, Charlotte, and uh, uh, SMU, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, going in this game right now to start the uh, Big Ten season, Thomas, um, what do you think we're going to have to do this week to get the job done? Uh, again, we're, we're entering to the Big Ten season. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things in which I'm looking at is um, let's talk about special teams. You know, we got the, uh, the block punt, and guys are doing big things on that side of the ball. Mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't sure up a couple of things, a lot of people don't pay attention to field goals and PATs, but as an offensive lineman, I do. These these are certain little idiosyncrasies as as far as the game goes that definitely piqued my interest. And it's been several times this year within this short season where we've gotten some pretty significant penetration on both PATs and field goals. And I'm hoping, and they it's come over our right side. And so I'm hoping that, you know, O-line coach, um, old coordinators, special teams coaches are seeing these things and getting some things shored up technique-wise to uh, to make sure that we don't have any catastrophic events in the backfield as we're trying to either get that one or three points. Um, I definitely feel like that there's going to come a point in time in the game where that loss or that gain of those one or three points are going to be the uh, telltale sign who, whoever's going to win that game. So Coming back into the into this Maryland game, Maryland has got some athletes, right? And a highly talented quarterback. Um, they too have had a relatively soft preseason schedule. So I think this is going to be one of those games where who blinks first? Who gets punched in the mouth first? Who's able to shake that off? And who's able to live up to, you know, their overall full team capabilities and pull this game off? Do I think that yes, Michigan is going to come out with a W? You damn right. But yet again, it's all about not just getting a win, but how we win. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been watching uh, Baby Tua. No disrespect, but uh, mm-hmm. 
to to a I'm not gonna try to pronounce their last name, you know, but I've been watching him for the last uh few years, ever since he transferred from Alabama, man. And I've always been kind of impressed by the kid. You know, last week they didn't have a powder puff team come in there, you know, uh up to Maryland, man. That that SMU team. It's pretty stout, just like the Charlotte team and the Buffalo team that they played. You know, uh, any one of those teams could pop you on any given day, you know, uh, in their conference or, you know, on their level. Uh, and uh, last week, they were down that whole game. You know, that's one thing about it. They ended up scoring 14 points in the last quarter to uh, pull that game out, you know, 27, 34 to 27. It was a comeback victory. But SMU had them on the ropes, you know, so that team showed some resiliency, you know. We haven't had that. We haven't had any matchups to uh, really come out and show what our character was, who we are, how we're defined, what we're built on yet, because we're just plowing through everybody. We need an adversary. We need obstacles. We need resistance, you know, just to see what we have. Uh, McNamara went down. He's out, you know, so it's completely the JJ, big play JJ show, you know, game day JJ. I'm going to give him a nickname here, you know, here and there, but it's his show. <laughs> To, to really drive this force and uh, really get the players behind him. Uh, I think Edwards comes back next week. So that Maryland defense is pretty good also. You know, it's pretty good talent over there. So we'll be seeing what we could do with them. We should win. We should put up 40 points against them also. You know, uh, so I'm looking here to go 4-0 and really put our finger our teeth into this Big Ten conference and get going here. Yeah, one of the big things I'm looking for is to see, again, our offensive line. Uh, there was one particular play where JJ had to roll out. It was it, it didn't result in a sack, but it was it was a pressure, and it was a three man rush. So for them to get that amount of pressure to force the quarterback on a three man rush causes me some pause. We had slide protection to the left. The center goes over. They run a te twist where <clears throat> excuse me where the three technique went into the four or five gap where that defensive end loops back around. Again, these are the mistakes that I'm talking about that I'm not expecting to see against the caliber of opponent which we're having. As the center goes down to the left side, he turns his shoulders. The looping defensive end beats him to his rudder, at which point in time, now he's out of position to, to get on the block. And now it's basically just a race. So, Imagine as we start, to your point, get into the thick Big Ten schedule. We're playing a little bit better opponents, have better athletes up front. These small glitches right now that haven't really hurt us in this particular part of the schedule are going to be glaring deficiencies once we get into the Big Ten season. So, again, we got to sure up these small things right now. I definitely want to say big shout-out to uh, Young Bell, played out of his mind, the yeah. almost uh, – circus catch that he had in the end even right. though he didn't make that play i love the effort i loved how he stood up after the game and you know he may be selling it maybe he thought he caught it but it's the confidence it's that mental fortitude that you're starting to see coming off a catastrophic knee injury last year a season-ending knee injury and for him to come back the way that he's that he's playing right now i wish that kid nothing but success and to continue to hit on all cylinders yeah hey Right now, our season starts October 15th. Uh, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, and then the Nittany Lions come in October 15th. Mm -hmm. What I saw from the Nittany Lions, they were pretty solid. You know, when they, they went in and uh, they popped uh, Auburn last week, you know, that team is uh, they're pretty – 
stout across the board. You know, so I don't think we'll really get a challenge until that day. But by that time, we should have enough tune-up games that we should be operating on all cylinders. You know, keys to the game this week is going to be the same as they were last few weeks. You know, stay healthy. You know, get our guys reps, the stars, get them reps, get that confidence going. Maybe JR, I mean, maybe uh, maybe uh, Ronnie Bell can go ahead and just grab one of them one-handers, you know, to really show the nation and put everybody back on the Ronnie Bell train. Uh, it, it's very important. Like I say, so our, our season really doesn't start for next for the next few weeks. And it's a lot of good things that we can take out of that, a lot of good things that we can work on. Well, go ahead, Kyle. I was going to say, big play JJ, game day play JJ. JJ. I don't know. I, kinda yeah, like, yeah. I think I kind of like big play JJ, you know, more, yeah, than, yeah. more than game day. Yeah, a lot of big games, though. It's a lot of big games. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no games. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, I like the kid's swag, too. I like oh, yeah, I definitely, definitely uh, has definitely has a swagger. Uh, big in the fan base, you know. I've, I've been, uh, I was riding around uh, campus uh, last week, cruising around, and I saw a lot of students wearing his jersey. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, the fan base is really excited about this, especially you know the student student fan base, you know. So a lot of excitement. I guess we're gonna see this week, man, with Maryland. Big big game, man. To add to that, you know, with me being here in Arizona, I'm going around, man. Everywhere I go, I'm seeing block M hats. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Michigan hats. I'm seeing Michigan shirts. I'm seeing Michigan jerseys. It's a really, it's really taking a, a you know, taking a, a breast around the country. You know, and I, I'm loving it, man. And I'm I'm happy to be from the great state of Michigan. And this is a great time, man, to be a Michigan Wolverine. All right, so Thomas, uh, give me your prediction for this week, man. What's the score? Predictions for this week, I'm going to say 42 to 14. Um, definitely looking to see the athleticism of that Maryland team. Um, again, as Rob alluded to, you know, the, the, these guys had had to play through a little bit of adversity right now. So I don't really perceive them having a an intimidation factor coming into the big house. Um this is a game in which I think that they think they may actually be able to come in and sneak out a W. Yeah, the no. biggest thing I'm looking for right now is us not falling asleep at the wheel, continuing to press the gas, continuing to execute, and most importantly, come out of this game relatively injury-free so that once we get into the thick of the Big Ten schedule, we're going in hitting on all cylinders and we're not setting ourselves up for any excuses. This guy was hurt. This guy was out. I want us to go in with, you know, our full array of, of talent and weapons and let these guys go shy under the brightest lights on the biggest stage to represent that block in. So, Rob, give me a score here. I know you've been, you've been predicting. You've been <laughs> real close on a few of them. So, uh, yeah. what do we got? I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, our boys in blue, 47-23. I think that we're going to come out where we're going to show the same copy carbon copy that we've been showing the last couple games, a few games, should I say for now, we're going to keep that Michigan folklore, just that our, our, our fandom and our, you know, our, our everything up, you know what I'm saying? We're ready to go, man. And we're ready to go at, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to say 47, 24. We're ready to go in there, beat the heck out of Maryland, come out, get ready for Iowa next week. We'll be going into the pink locker rooms to really, you know, have them. We're going to repaint the pink locker rooms. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's going to be a blowout. 
Yeah, I've been close, but but this one I'm gonna hit on the head. This one, too. Yeah, 24 and, points. That's and, big. That's a big number for this defense, right? You and, do and, that, you think and, and that's huge. Yep. And the other thing too is I'm still upset we didn't get 60. Yeah. I needed that extra <laughs> point. I'm not a huge fan of those odd numbers like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, everything that Rob, that Rob alluded to um, definitely should be a good win. Um, I'm looking for a better test, and, and like you know, we've all said throughout the show, looking to see how we respond and uh, our level of execution just needs to continue to get better. Like I said, it's these small little things that I'm seeing against these lesser teams that I'm afraid could be uh, big thorns in our side yeah. if, we don't, if we don't get these uh, small things settled prior to getting into the thick of the season. Yeah. Well, there you guys have it. For week four, it's under the winged helmet. I'm Kyle Simmons, Thomas Gwines, Rob Penn. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you check out your podcast. You can also listen to us on Believe Network, and you can watch us on ASAP Elite Network, uh, ASAPElite.com, YouTube, wherever you watch your videos, we're all over. Come back next week and check us out. Thanks for watching. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.